0: The Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers featuring Breitbart Talks on Talk 94.5.
1: That's right. And joining us right now is Matt Boyle. He had time to talk with Trump. And oh, he's about to give us the lowdown. Good morning.
0: Hey, guys. Happy New Year. Thanks for having me.
1: Yes. Happy New Year. Okay. So you went down to Mar-a-Lago?
0: Uh, yes, yeah, so me and uh, Alex Marlowe, our editor-in-chief, we went uh, down to Mar-a-Lago last week, and we uh, spent two hours, uh, a little more than two hours, with President Trump on Thursday night.
1: And uh-huh. uh, we
0: talked about everything under the sun, everything from immigration to the economy to Biden and all sorts of problems with him and uh, the border. And, I mean, we've, we've published several stories already, and we've got a lot more in the works.
1: All right. Well, one of the things that uh, really piqued my interest, you know, me being a New Yorker, um, I loved when Trump went to the UFC fight and the eruption of Cheers with Kid Rock. And he's saying, hey, maybe I'll rent out Madison Square Garden. (laughs) I couldn't even imagine that. That would be wild.
0: Yeah, look, he's saying that he's going to make a heavy play for Mm -hmm. New York State, for New Jersey. And then he picked three other blue states, uh, Virginia, Minnesota, and New Mexico, uh, that he says he's going to compete in in the general election once he becomes the Republican nominee. Obviously, we still haven't had the primaries and caucuses yet, but those are just weeks away. Um, And uh, uh, it's looking very good for him there. Uh, But assuming he wins the Republican nomination, Trump says he's going to make it uh, a heavy play for these states. And he talked about uh, particularly in New York City, he would possibly even rent out Madison Square Garden and try to do a rally there. He said that would be right in the belly of the beast uh, in, uh, of the left. And uh, he said he talked about New York in particular, which was a city he called home his whole life until he became president of the United States. And um, you know now he calls Florida home because after he moved to Washington when he was president, that he moved to Florida. Uh, in his post-presidency, but he lived in New York City his entire life, and he talked about how, uh, you know, downhill the city has con- uh, has gone uh, in uh, just the eight years or so since he lived there. Uh, and uh, he's very upset about that, and he thinks that there's a chance for a Republican possibly to win that state or to win the state of New Jersey or to win uh, Virginia or Minnesota well, we New Mexico.
1: S- we saw some so. inkling with Zeldin, um, in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how it got so blue. And I mean, Hokel is just awful. I mean, we went from Cuomo mm-hmm. to Hokel. That was like <laughs> thousand times worse. Um, yeah. I mean, who
0: would have thought anybody could be worse than Andrew Cuomo, Exactly. Right? Like, I mean, like, like the that's beginning. the thing, right? Like, and who would have thought, look, here's the deal. I think Eric Adams is an interesting mayor in New York city, right? Like I, I do think he's a former cop. He, cares about the law enforcement issues and whatnot and he understands that migration is a serious problem but the problem is he's not doing anything to fix it right like and the migration issue is a major problem this is one of the things trump talks about he says his migrants lined all up and down Madison avenue right mm-hmm. like you know which is where you know trump tower uh is in in new york city right like i mean the uh the, the fact is is that like if you if you go uh into a school in New York, half the kids don't speak English, right? Like so there's a there's a real serious problem with all these major issues and people are not seeing real change on it. And so Trump thinks that because of that there's might be a chance and so maybe he's right. Like, you know, I mean he saw the Ross Belt coming a, lot, a mile away. Uh, in the lead up to the 2016 election, I remember doing a very similar interview with him in Trump Tower in August 2015, where he was talking about he was going to win Pennsylvania and he was going to win <laughs> Wisconsin and Michigan if he was yeah. the Republican nominee for president. I was like, all right. I, I'm, like, concerned. You know, and so. I'm
1: concerned that he's saying New York, New Jersey, Virginia, New Mexico, and Minnesota, because now all of those states in their election you know, shenanigans are going to fall into play. They're oh, he's putting a target on here. We better, you know, brace ourselves. Uh, You know, there's a lot of um, concern. uh, Definitely our listeners are concerned that there's going to be another, uh, what's the word? Nick rigging or, or Michigan the steel. Franciscus. The steel is
0: real. <laughs> the
1: steel is real. Like we, we, yeah. we are very concerned. Is he concerned? Did he express that? Yeah,
0: no, he definitely is. Uh, so he's definitely concerned about that. That's one of the big things we talked about. Um, his view is that, uh, the way to beat that is to swamp them. That's the word. That's
1: what we were talking phrase. about. So today. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah, he says, if we swamp them, they can't. He's like, there's only so much they can do, right? right. So if so they have to overcome the, the margin overcome of cheat. The, exactly, yeah. and he thinks that he thinks that where things are at right now, if the election were today, that we would be able to do that. Now, that being said, it's a long 11 months between now and election day. So the um, uh, you know, there's a lot of work to do for everybody out there. Uh, mm-hmm. Anybody out there? you know, that they can, you know, you want to get involved, you want to start sharing information about this, you want to talk to people about it, you want to talk to people about how corrupt Joe Biden is. I mean, that was a huge part of what we talked about, is just how awful of a human being Joe Biden is. He's not just a a corrupt president, he's a bad person, right? Like, mm-hmm. and we talked to him a lot about that, and there's a lot of stuff that's going to be coming out about that uh, in, the, in the coming days. Really? I, I think that mm-hmm. Yeah, so he he called Joe Biden vicious, mm. right? Like he called him a vicious person, mm. right? Like Joe Biden's a really bad, really bad person. He's not just a a Democrat, not just a lefty, not just somebody we disagree with, right? Like you know there there are people who I disagree with on the Democrat side who are friends of mine where right? like I can get along with them. I don't think they're bad people, right? I think they're wrong, right? Joe Biden's not one of them. He's not somebody you can get along with. He puts out this fake smile. Right, like, in, and and Trump talked about this. He talks about how Joe Biden has this fake smile. And he's been able to convince people that he's this nice guy. He's not. Right, like, he's a really awful person. And I think that that is one of the most important things that's going to try that we're trying to come through with uh, from this interview because I think that Trump was making that point very clearly. And I think that people really need to see who Joe Biden is. So, if people out there around the country who are concerned about that are concerned about the election stuff. The way to beat it is to swamp them. Right. And the way to Absolutely. swamp them is to get more people involved and yeah. so to share these stories, right? Like, so tell the stories about just how bad Joe Biden is. Tell people about it. Get involved. Talk about it on your social media. Talk about it with your friends and family. That's how you get involved. That's how you change the game.
1: hmm What if it's not Joe Biden?
0: Uh, Sorry, what was that
1: I said, what if it's not Joe Biden?
0: Oh, yeah. So that was another thing that Trump talked about. He said that he did predict that he thinks that it uh, might not be Joe Biden or uh, Kamala Harris. And he thinks that uh, it may come down to uh, the convention where the Democrats might swap out uh, 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 Biden. They might first try to go to Kamala because... Yeah, and you guys know this in the Carolinas very, very well. Uh, how Jim Clyburn, the deal that uh, he mm-hmm. made with with uh, with Joe Biden to deliver him the nomination in twenty twenty. Well, mm-hmm. the deal was that he pick a black woman as vice president, and he did right. Like so, he picked Kamala Harris. Um, the, the, he said that the uh, so Trump said that the Democrats may try to first steer it to Harris, but at the convention, but they'll have problems doing that. Um, so then he said it would be a free for all. Right, like it's his word, uh, Trump's word. Uh, so uh, I think that Trump is playing some games here with Biden in 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 making that prediction. It, first off, it's an entirely possible scenario, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, the Democrats yeah. could uh, lose Biden at the convention and uh, try to go to Kamala, and then end up with a free for all. Uh, but it's also entirely possible that they're stuck with Joe Biden all year this year and they can't swap them out because it's too late. Look, the filing deadlines have already come and gone in half of the primary space, right? Like so to get on the ballot and to run. Like so the only way they would be able to do it is at the convention in August, right? At the Democrat National Convention in Chicago. Uh, which is gonna be quite the uh that's quite the spectacle, spectacle there. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, it's gonna be a disaster. So um <laughs> but uh I, I mean I hope the police in Chicago And are
1: that's when they pull for, out for Michelle for Obama? It.
0: I uh, I don't know if it'll be Michelle Obama. I don't think I don't think she's so interested in it. So um, the I I think she's more interested in doing whatever she's doing right. I think she's involved with Netflix or something, right? Yeah, like, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's making lots of money off doing that. Okay. I don't know if she wants to run against Trump. Okay. But um, so but anyway, point point is that uh, Trump thinks that 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 might happen at the convention, but. That being said, I think Trump's playing games with it, too. I remember, again, that interview I'm talking about that I did with him in Trump Tower back in August 2015. Trump made the exact same prediction that Joe Biden would come along and beat Hillary Clinton. Uh, In the Democrat primary, obviously, Joe Biden didn't end up running in 2016. Uh, Hillary Clinton did and was the nominee, as expected, on the Democrat side. Um, the uh, uh, Trump was, uh, you know, I think he plays games with the Democrat side by trying to undercut their appearance of inevit- uh, inevitability.
1: I wanted to ask you about some other article I read in Breitbart regarding mm-hmm. Trump's predictions um, about the Fed lowering the rates to help, yep. I guess, Biden look
0: better. Yeah, so this is another thing we talked to Trump about, and he's very concerned that the Federal Reserve will lower interest rates. Uh, Jerome Powell, chairman, who was appointed by Trump, by the way, and he talked about that. He talked about how uh, he appointed him at the recommendation of Stephen Mnuchin, who was the Treasury Secretary. Uh, Mnuchin was insisting this is a great guy. Trump doesn't seem to like him very much, right? So Jerome Powell. Um, he uh, he's, he's concerned that Jerome Powell will cut the interest rates in the lead-up to the election to try to create a fake economic boom to help Joe Biden uh, going into november uh so he warns he's warning people to be very uh very wary of fake economic data and and whatnot mm-hmm. um in addition to that uh if if of course if Powell does that it's gonna cause inflation to go out of control again, but it might not uh the you might not see all of that and you might not feel all of that really uh instantly right and going into the election so the question is, is uh the only way to really fix the inflation is to really get the economy going again strongly right like in the economy bidenomics and this was another part of the interview that we talked about too was about bidenomics he said that um it's a it's been a horrible term for for joe biden but the problem is, is that the reason why you have the inflation the reason why you have the economic stagnation that you've had under Joe Biden is in large part because of the energy policies and whatnot of the Trump uh, of the of the Biden administration. Whereas mm-hmm. the Trump administration, the energy policy is going to be drill baby drill, let's get to work, right? Yeah. Like and um, you know, in the in the so it's just a, a fundamentally different approaches to the economy uh, between the two. Uh Presidents, and uh, I think the American voter can see that, so let's see if the Federal Reserve plays any games. I hope not uh I hope that they they uh they don't try to stack the election for Biden, but uh you know Trump tends to be right about these things
1: all right, he also um said the d word. We talked about, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, the economy, you know, he's talking about a depression that that you were talking about. This inflation would go out of control. Is that what he's talking about? You know, that that playing with the Federal Reserve numbers will cause that or just the fact that we have this unbelievable border crisis going on? We're having issues with, um, you know, the shipping that's going on. I mean, um, these ships are getting uh, attacked by the uh, Hezbollah or the Houthi rebels I think yeah. uh, most recently and so there's a lot of issues about um you know the supply chain I mean what what are you what did you know did he mention anything about that the border
0: yeah so so on on this note so uh so Trump is saying that if he doesn't win the election in November on uh, you know Biden and the Democrats win then the uh, there would be a a, a depression like nineteen twenty nine, wow. right? Like so, mm-hmm. a great depression that we would be heading into. Yeah. I think he's right about that. What he's saying is um, that all of the good parts of the economy right now. So you do see some growth in the stock market at the uh, end of the last year, right? Like so, in the fourth quarter of twenty twenty three, uh, I think the stock market went nine straight weeks uh, of gains, right? Like uh, to end the year. And uh, I, I don't think we've seen that in decades. Right. Like, mm-hmm. so it's been a long time since we've seen the stock market do what it did at the end of last year. Why is that happening? It's because the polls are showing Trump winning the election. That's what Trump's <laughs> talking about. So Trump says yeah. that he says that everybody's betting on him winning. Yeah. Right. So anything that's good that's out there right now. And he's like, Biden's screwing it all up anyway. But like the, anything that's good that's out there. Uh, that's happening is because people have hope on the horizon that Trump's going to win. If Trump doesn't win and the Democrats take it again, right, mm-hmm. whether it's Biden or some other person that they cook up, the uh, the all of that is going to deflate very quickly. Uh, people are going to pull their money out. They're going to run. You're going to see all the effects of whatever the Federal Reserve does with their gamesmanship over the year. Yes. So that that's part of it. But also, you'll see the inflation come roaring back. You're going to see the, uh, uh, the long-term effects of Biden's energy policies uh, of him screwing over American drilling and exploration. Uh, you're going to see uh, so much more, uh, uh, and, and also, obviously, the increased migration, right? Like, I mean, that's the thing, is that tr- Biden's brought in, Trump said that when he's done, Biden will brought in, uh, and Trump thinks he'll be done at the end of this year. A uh, Biden move brought in fifteen million people. That affects every part of American life, from from our culture to our schools to our hospitals to i uh, to to uh, our job prospects, right? And our economy, right? Like so, the um the economic impact of that migration, combined with everything else that's happening. We literally have open borders right now. So, and it's not just an open border where people can walk across. It's an open border where our government, the Biden administration, Joe Biden and his pals Alejandro Mayorkas are literally facilitating the implement, importation of these people, right, from all over the world, from all these different countries. And that was another big thing is that Trump says that the border is going to be a major issue. This wow. year.
1: Uh, we have a comment. Yeah. On the Showtime Out of mm-hmm. Glass text line. Uh, Matt, and, and you know what? We've actually played this individual, Colonel McGregor. I'm sure you're familiar with that guy. He has often mm-hmm. said, he's been saying it on different podcasts, that he doesn't think we'll even get to quite possibly an election in 2024 because of some sort of national emergency, whether it's a World War III declaration, something. Do you buy into that? Did Trump talk about that? Because I know he's still in touch with, and it's obvious, with uh, Flynn. And Flynn has kind of got his, you know, eyes and ears on on a lot of stuff around global, you know, impacts. What do you think?
0: It it would, it would be very hard to see the left try to cancel the election or something like that. But that being said, uh, I mean, we did talk to Trump a lot about the weaponization of government uh what the the drastic measures that the left has been taking mm-hmm. uh by kicking him off of ballots in various places by uh you know doing the special counsel and the various charges against them and all this insanity that he's fighting legally right now uh and so on and so forth and one of the things I asked him was I was like are you gonna are you, are you going to uh see uh, or should we expect that the left goes to even more desperate measures over the course of this year, especially as you continue to lead the polls? And he said, yeah. So, I, I mean, I guess never say never on anything, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the left is uh, uh, proven capable yeah. of some really dark, sadistic things. And so I would imagine that they're capable of anything. So. Um, you know, we is should he, be very much on guard.
1: Is he confident that he's going to overcome all these legal challenges? I mean, what's his mood yes. on that?
0: Yes, he feels like he's winning right now. So he feels yeah. like he's winning against Jack Smith. He feels like he's winning. uh in uh, he's definitely winning the political wars. What he's saying, right? Like, so as for how the legal stuff shakes out, you know, we'll see. Like, there's a bunch of different elements of these things that are going to be happening before the U.S. Supreme Court um, uh, now and throughout the year, uh, and probably in coming years as well, right? Like, so I would imagine that, you know, whatever outcome happens in the New York case, that that, that, that you know, the they, they might, um, uh, the Alvin Bragg charges, I mean, they might, they might convict him, right? Like, on, uh, you know, with a Manhattan liberal jury, but that, i mean the the legal structure of those charges is just so weak, right like uh they would uh, you know it would go work its way through the New York court system, and if they don't overturn it, uh then the u s Supreme Court will right like so uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see any of these things end up at the u s Supreme Court, so you know that was one of the things we talked about right like and so you know he's not sure how the u s Supreme Court is going to rule, and he mm-hmm. thinks that the left is aggressively trying to undercut and work the refs is the way he said it, right? Like they're trying to work, work the refs. That's his words. I uh, mean, he compared it to coach Bobby Knight, uh, working the rest during basketball. <laughs> so.
1: All right. Well, that sounds like a very fruitful interview. And of course we're looking forward to, um, you know, seeing him go up against the CNN debate with the town hall. So that should be interesting as well, but it's, um, where, where can people follow? Uh, you have, I see here, there's a whole tab on a Trump interview series. So are you going to be adding more articles to that?
0: Yeah, we will be having many more over the next several days, probably okay. the next week. So Very there's a lot more to get out. Yeah, we like I said, we spend more than two and a half hours with them. And that. Okay. Uh, there's just there's so much more to roll out.
1: Okay, yep. sounds good. Well, thank you so much, Matt Boyle. Yep. You can find more by going to Breitbart.com. Thank you.
0: Thanks so much.